Today on Ruta Daily, we talk about the kiss of a sinful woman. Welcome to Ruta Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about that time when Jesus was kissed by a prostitute. And Jesus had been preaching in Galilee for nearly a year now. He's been a popular person for a while already. He's healed a leper and and raised someone from the dead, uh, cast out demons. And all of this has taken place before what we read here in Luke chapter 7, verse 36. You know, everybody loved Jesus except for the Pharisees who, and they despised him. You know, he didn't pander to them. He didn't uh, accept their man-made rules. And they didn't like him at all because of that, but they didn't know how to handle him. They had tried everything they could to discredit Jesus. They've tried ignoring him. They've tried publicly arguing with him and denouncing him. They've tried entrapping him in trick questions and nothing has worked. But now Simon the Pharisee thinks he has found a way to stop Jesus from continuing to insult them, a way that he thinks is certainly going to humiliate Christ and destroy his credibility. Simon invites Jesus to a meal, and then he insults him with his lack of hospitality. You know, cultural norms in that day would have required the host to have a guest feet washed by a servant at a dinner like this. The roads were dirty. No one wanted to recline at a table with dusty feet. And so from what I understand, that servant would wash the feet and then was expected to anoint his visitor's head with oil. That's the job of a servant. But the host himself would ordinarily kiss the guest on the cheek. That was the protocol for welcoming an important guest, making them feel comfortable. But Simon wasn't too concerned with Jesus' comfort. He would much rather make Jesus squirm, to make him betray his loyalties and make him a fool in front of others. So if that's the case, why go through all this trouble? of inviting Jesus to his home to feed him dinner. Also, he could just insult him in front of everybody. Well, Simon, he wanted to get under Jesus' skin. He wanted to achieve what the other Pharisees hadn't been able to do up to, up to that point. He wanted to lure Jesus into making a statement or behaving in such a way that he could then use that to embarrass him. And the Pharisees could use it against Jesus. And Jesus wouldn't have been surprised by this. He wouldn't be surprised by Simon's behavior, how it was intended to be an insult. He knew Simon's heart, but he could overlook it because he knew who he was. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus has walked the streets of heaven as thousands upon thousands of angels at his beck and call. And compared to that, Simon was nothing. Jesus didn't need Simon's approval, his acceptance. And we should remember that because Jesus didn't just come to earth to give us life, but to teach us how to live that life. And when people were trying to trap him, he wasn't worried because he was confident about who he is. And we should respond the same way. In fact, here in Luke chapter 7, Jesus just ignores Simon's behavior while he's trying to go and insult him in this way. He refused to give Simon the satisfaction of even commenting about this mistreatment. You know, Jesus wasn't worried about losing out on a kiss from this Pharisee. But then a woman entered the room. 
And she wasn't the kind of woman you'd ordinarily invite to a nice party. She was a sinful woman, as the uh, Bible puts it, a prostitute. She seems to be unescorted, uninvited, unwanted here. And Luke chapter 7, verse 37 tells us that she had learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. You know, maybe she was invited by a friend to see this great teacher. Maybe it was just something going on in town that she wanted to see. And perhaps her jar of perfume that she had with her, it was a gift for Jesus. But then something breaks down within her. She begins crying. Her tears are literally falling on Jesus' unwashed feet. You can imagine the, the streaks that are left, the dirt that's there. Uh, because Simon didn't wash them. And embarrassed, she falls to her knees and begins to wipe his hair or his feet with her hair. And she pours perfume from her jar onto his feet and she kisses his feet. And now Simon is sitting here. He's watching all of this. And you can sense almost the grin that's creeping onto his face. He has Jesus now. This man claims to be a prophet. But he doesn't even know who this woman is that's wiping his feet with her hair. He doesn't know that the perfume she's poured on him is part of what she uses in that sinful occupation of hers. Oh, yes, Simon has Jesus now. And Jesus up to this point, he's been impossible to tear down. The Pharisees had thrown everything they could at him, but it just rolled off his back. But now Simon doesn't have to destroy Jesus' character to undermine his authority. All he has to do is destroy this woman. He just has to tell his guests who she is. Jesus can handle this, the mistreatment of Simon, the attacks by the Pharisees against his character and his wisdom, even though it was all undeserved. But he was not going to tolerate this evil attack on this woman. And so Jesus defends her. He says, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, Simon responds. Well, Jesus then tells the story. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now, Simon, which of them will love him more? And Simon, uh, who must have been itching for the opportunity to show off his wisdom, he couldn't help but show off a little bit, and he answers uh, as honestly as he could. He responds, I suppose the one who owed most, loved the most. Well, said Simon, you've judged correctly. Then Jesus literally turns away from Simon, faces, puts his back to Simon, perhaps, and faces this woman away from the self-righteous Pharisee and towards the sinful woman who came to Jesus, not to undermine him, but to honor him. And in Luke chapter 7, verse 44 through verse 50, we're told the rest of the story. It says, do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has been forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. And the other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. He who has been forgiven little loves little. How hard must that have been to hear for Simon? Simon was a man who never felt like he 
needed to be forgiven for much. He was pretty good on his own. And so he didn't love others very much. But this woman, who he despised, had her sins, while they were more dramatic, they were more public than Simon's, those sins were forgiven because she loved much. She kissed the feet of Jesus. She knelt before Jesus because she knew that he was righteous and she was not. She loved Jesus, but Simon didn't. Don't be like Simon the Pharisee. Love Jesus like the sinful woman. She knew, she said, that she had fallen short. And she realized the only proper way to approach Christ is to kneel before him, to give him the love he deserves because he has forgiven so much. When we humble ourselves at the feet of Jesus, when we acknowledge our sin and humble ourselves in his presence, then Jesus offers forgiveness. So are we willing to kneel down and kiss the feet of Jesus? That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.